Hey everybody, this is Kimia. And I'm Sean. And you're listening to Content and Coffee. Hello everyone, this is Sean and welcome to episode 19 of the Content and Coffee podcast. I'm here as always with Kimia, CEO of Ghosted Content. And today we are going to be talking about free trials and specifically if you should offer free trials. So Kimia, do you want to uh, start getting into the meat of it here? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. Uh, thanks for that warm introduction, Sean. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the question, the question is, is should you be offering a free trial? And that really depends on the type of business that you're running. A lot of the times services businesses, they don't tend to offer free trials, but a lot of SaaS businesses do offer free trials because the cost per additional user is so low. So, you know, one of the things, one of the main benefits and the reasons why people love those free trials is it's really low risk and you're more inclined to sign up. So if I see something that I'm debating testing, I'll say, oh, they offer a free trial for 14, for 30 days, for whatever duration of time, I'm going to try it out and poke around. And for that company, that's a really easy way for them to get you in the door. Uh, on the, as an additional note, if you are going to run free trials, make sure your trials are short. So you'll see companies now pushing for 14-day trials instead of the try it free for 30 days. And that's because a shorter trial adds urgency. And that's really important because if your customer is me- like just messing around with your software or your product or whatever you're offering them, you're, like, if they don't have a sense of urgency, they're going to say, oh, I'll try it later, I'll try it later. And then they're going to try it on day 27 and they've not actually gotten any value of it. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, it's funny because when I... First, heard you talk about the the fourteen days being better than the thirty in urgency. I was almost supposed to jump jump in and say uh, if they use it for all thirty days, that could be beneficial because it's now such an ingrained part of their workflow. But what you mentioned is that if they get it for thirty days, they might not even have the urgency to even start using the software until near the end. So if it's a fourteen day trial, they'll start using it on day one or two, which will mean they actually end up using it for net more days. And I think that accomplishes the end goal of any trial, which is you basically want them to get so used to your service that um, it, it's actually painful for them to stop using it. And to alleviate that pain, they have to pay you and purchase the full thing. Yeah, because um, what, it, what it boils down to is like, does your software product or service business provide value to them so much so that they'll sign up, right? And if they haven't used your software, no value has been provided, so they have no intention to sign up. Mm-hmm, definitely. And I think that the way the business environment is moving right now in 2018 and forward is that it's all about value up front. So when you look at people selling things, they front load a lot of value and give a lot of value away for free. And you really get to see what it is you're buying. And that's kind of facilitated by you know social media, the internet, and how easy that is to do. So a free trial is just an extreme example of that, where they literally get 100% of the value, see exactly what it is. And then they get to sign up. And now that everyone is doing that, it's almost at the point where if you're not doing that, you could be really missing out on sales opportunities. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that you say that because uh, what instantly popped to mind is there are companies that, because their software is a service, their additional user cost is so low that they'll offer uh, like a specific portion of the plan free forever. So like I know, I know Asana has, uh, is it free forever for a certain, mm-hmm. like a specific tier? Yeah, it is. Yeah, so, so they'll offer free forever. And like there are other companies, like Basecamp, they say free for 30 days, but it's $99 after those 30 days. And that's a trade-off that that company has to make. 
So in Asan's case, they've raised a bunch of money. They want users in the door, and their hope is that they're going to convert those free trials to paid trials later on through value-additive features. But in Basecamp's case, they've been around for long enough that they know that where the real value is going to come from is people who try the software, they know they use it, and then convert to paid after that 30-day duration instead of trying to put in more effort to upsell them later on by adding an additional feature. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, that's uh, we use Asana at North Digital. We're still on the free version, to Yeah, exactly. exactly. But, so you're uh, not actually making Asana any money. No, because <laughs> to be honest... And with our use of Asana, we really just need basic, a, like a team-based collaborative to-do list. And none of the premium features really are things I need right now. So we'll see. I mean, maybe as projects become more complex, I'll upgrade to premium. It's not really about the money necessarily. It's not extremely expensive, but it's more just about the what I need it for. Having said that, the fact that it was free was just one less barrier to entry to me trying it out. It was super easy. Just press download and boom, it's up and running. Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely. It's, uh, it's really easy for like a software company to kind of sink its claws into you and really get you hooked on its stuff. But if especially if it's free, because it's just so easy to sign up and get going with it. Yeah. Well, and the other thing too is like the the cost per effort of you switching all your trials into uh, say Flow or Basecamp now, it's going to be too much work for you to switch over all your processes. So you're probably just like you're probably just going to stay with uh, Asana now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Um, there's definitely cost of switching involved in that. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it worked. Uh, Asana successfully implemented the <laughs> well, on per- North Digital. And that's a perfect use case. And so one of the things that I picked up, being the, the, the consummate salesperson that I am, is that you said you might pay more if, they, if your projects are more, are more complicated, but it's based on your use case. So, but you just said you're so ingrained with that product that you, like, you wouldn't want to switch away. I bet if they raise their price to $5 for users who have been with them for over a year, you're so ingrained and you, you find it so useful, you'd probably pay that $5 a month. Yeah, definitely. So I'm sure they could definitely do that, and I probably would, because yeah, the, the cost of the $5 would be less than the cost of switching everything over, for sure. Especially when you have different members of the team already on board with it, because then switching involves training the team as well. So definitely. Mm-hmm. So these um, are so. The, sorry to jump in. These are all these are all benefits and just kind of like a use case example of why free trials are good and why they work really well to convert. So the question for you, the listener, your business, it comes down to a math question more than anything. And the math question is: is are you converting enough of your free trials, and and you've calculated the lifetime value of your customer? To make it worthwhile. So I'll break down, and I, I know listening to math isn't the best, but I'll break down a really simple math equation to, make, to illustrate my point. So if you run 100 trials and they cost you $50 per trial and you're converting 10% of those trials, that means you have 10 customers out of 100. Your upfront cost is going to be $5,000 because you have to pay 50 times 100. But you know that the lifetime value of your customer is $3,000. So your cost per acquisition is whatever that trial piece is. So you know that it's going to cost you to run 100 trials, $5,000. You essentially need, out of that to make it work, 1.6 customers. But because you're, you've gotten a 10% conversion on 100, you're ending up with 10 customers and the lifetime value is 3000 That means you're going to be making $30,000 and it's going to cost you $5,000. So 
So your net overall, your net win is going to be $25,000. So if, if you have a good way to just keep doing 100 trials, you can just keep spinning that lever and you'll just keep adding 25000 in in revenue again and again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that is a very good uh, example. It really does come down to the math, the cost versus the benefit of it. Um, and I think it's great to break it out like that because a lot of businesses never really break out the math, the cost to get a customer and then what the lifetime value is worth. But when you do that, it opens up all these new scalability options where in this example we used, um, you know, this business would it would be absolutely in their best interest to pretty much sign up as many people as possible on those trials because on a one person by person basis, every person that sign up has a net positive impact on the company's financial position. So that's a, yeah, a great way of laying it out there. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, this is a simple math equation and this is obviously in theory, but you do have, you do have to think about it. Well, and the other thing that I mentioned too is, um, one of the things that a lot of businesses might think about is they might think like, man, $5,000 up front is quite expensive. And they might be dissuaded to give everyone that $50 free trial for the sake of the math equation. But if you know that if you're running 100 trials and you're going to end up, it's going to cost you $5,000, but it's going to make you $25,000, you should continually do that over and over to grow your business. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, that's the thing. That's, I yeah, agree 100%. Mm-hmm. Why don't we... Um... I think the next on our list was to talk about the free trials versus um, a slightly alternative and kind of a middle ground, which would be a paid trial. Yeah. So one of the things that I see, I see companies try and do if they're pretty established, obviously the free trial has a very low barrier to entry. So it's, you can just sign up right away. You can give the software, the service, try away you go. Right. But some companies like a refs, they will say, we're, we're going to give you a really low cost trial and give you full access to the software. So ARS runs a paid trial, $7 for seven days, full access. If you think about it, $7 really isn't a lot of money. But what they've done is they've psychologically gotten you to put forward your credit card. And if you find value, this is a short trial, it's seven days. If you find value from that seven days, you've already paid $7. Your credit card's in their system. So they don't have to prompt you. They can just extend the trial for you billing your credit card. It's a short trial, so you have to get value out of it. They've already crossed that tripwire, so it's much more likely that you'll convert if you commit to that $7 trial. That being said, it, they're, they're probably their uh, trial to free customer versus trial to $7 customer is lower, but they've obviously done the math, and it makes more sense in the long run to them. Right. What do you mean by the trial to free, trial to $7 so is if, lower? So if ARES ran a free trial, a mm-hmm. seven-day free trial versus a $7 free trial, mm-hmm. I'm sure that they would convert more in terms of initial signups. Totally. I would agree. So they would get more signups for the free trial, but then the conversion from trial exactly. to fully paid is going to be way higher with the $7 paid exactly. one. So yeah. it's, it's worth their time long-term. Mm-hmm. And it's like uh, the paid trial, you're going to have a smaller number of people at the top of your funnel, but you're going to have a way higher percent trickling through to converting and becoming a, a user. So I think it's uh, exactly. yeah, an interesting thing to look at. And like you said, if you are more established, then the paid trial makes more sense because people are just more willing to um, pay to actually try out what you have to offer because you have the, the status or the social proof or the just the establishment that is probably going to be a great experience. Yeah, and Arefs is such a big player in, this, in, the, in the SEO space as well that they're 
like if you're signing up for them, you've probably got a recommendation from a friend that has said, go check this out. Like I know, I'm pretty sure that's how you got introduced to AREFs. It was through me. <laughs> I think that could be true. <laughs> like yeah, it's, that's right. it's, it's, they're so good that everyone wants to refer them, right? And then so obviously mm-hmm. you went and checked them out from them. You tried the $7 trial and, and it was worth it to you because I gave you such a strong recommendation. But that's, that's a perfect example of, of that trial working very well for them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No, that makes a lot of sense. So it boils down to a math question. So uh, let's so let's talk about our respective businesses then. Are you what are you doing to either get customers in the door? Are you running any trials? Are you giving them free consults? Like how how are you breaking it down for North Digital? Yeah, good question. So we're not doing free trials, but we do actually do free consults. So we will sit down, go through a strategy session, and map out a roadmap of what it would look like their business being on a successful digital marketing plan. And in a sense, that actually is a lot of value for free because they could just take that and do it themselves. Mm-hmm. But chances are they don't have time or the technical skills to really go in there and do it. So from North Digital's point of view, the goal is for them to see that, like it, and hire us to fulfill the services. But yeah, so in a sense, we do, I guess you wouldn't call it a free trial, but we mm-hmm. do do a free strategy session. So that's definitely our version of a free trial right now. So what I would ask you then, and obviously you don't have to answer off the top of your head because I, I feel like you haven't thought about this, but it might be an mm-hmm. interesting thought experiment, is whatever you value your time at, calculate back uh, how many people you sit down with, how many close, how much do you value your time, and calculate the cost to trial and the cost per conversion and then the lifetime value. Because you could probably just work backwards and you could say, okay, if I... If I sit down with 100 people and, I, and my time is worth $500 an hour and each one is a one-hour to- one trial, mm-hmm. then it's costing me $500 an hour, but the lifetime value of them is $10,000. So it, it's well worth my time to sit down with, say, five people to then break even if I get one conversion on that. Totally. Um, I haven't actually done that math, but I could tell you that basically the strategy session is always worth it. So mm-hmm. I, I know that. So if there's ever a situation where someone invites me or have the opportunity to do a strategy session that could lead to them being a client, then it's always a yes, because right. I know that is a positive return. But uh, it, would be, it would be beneficial for me to actually crunch those numbers as well. Yeah, well, because then the thing is, is like, if, that's, if that's your big selling point, you just optimize for that. You, just, you, just get as, you do as many like, sit-down strategies as possible. Exactly. No, that is exactly the goal of the plan. Yeah. Um, you know, I guess you, you have stages in the process. There's the, you promote four strategy sessions and then you do the strategy sessions and a percentage of those convert. So exactly. when you really simplify it, that's the, that's the whole sales process. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm I, at any given time, I'm either trying to get strategy sessions, I'm doing strategy sessions, or I am fulfilling one of the client's tasks. No, that's Definitely. great. That's a, that's a great breakdown. Uh, and so for yeah, go ahead. Uh, let's talk about Ghostit's experience with mm-hmm. uh, with your guys' trials when you have done them and when you haven't and the success you've had. Yeah, so uh, for the last two months, we haven't been running trials. And then for the two months before that, we have been running trials. And we've we had a lot of success with our trial. The only thing is the, the barrier to put forward a trial, it's, it's expensive in terms of resources and expensive in terms of time because our writer has to create, or we have to create a content marketing strategy for the customer, and our writer has to create an original blog post for them, usually as a trial. And that's not designed to say, look how much traffic you've got from this one blog post. It's more to prove that we can write really well and we can nail their brand voice and that the strategy is something that they would find useful. But we're moving, we just finished a test to try 
uh, initial content marketing strategy and blog post for $1. That didn't work out great. It worked out okay, but we're going to switch to uh, your content marketing, your initial content marketing strategy and a blog post for free because our conversion rate after they see our work, the customer on the trial in this case, after they see our work, our conversion rate is high enough and the lifetime value of our customer is high enough that it makes a lot of sense. And so I'm doing a little bit of cold outreach right now. And then also the inbound, I'm going to be changing the copy on the website. So hopefully that'll bring more, but that's, that's our steps for our free trial right now. Awesome. No, that makes sense. So uh, it's, it's, it's constant back and forth, right? Like ideally when we have the brand recognition and the name, people will pay a one-off because we almost never do individual pieces of content. So it'd be, it'd mm-hmm. be interesting if people paid for one piece of content and then that's the trial, but we're still like, we're still making money off that one initial piece mm-hmm. so, because we, like we pay the writers out of, out of our pocket. Right. And so mm-hmm. that would, that would be a little bit smoother for the business, but it, you know, the numbers make sense for us so we can, we can do it as, as many as we need. Definitely. That's awesome. That makes a lot of sense. Very cool. So I think that's it. I, I think I, I, there isn't a really consensus. I think most businesses, SaaS uh, services or uh, you know, products in between, they should offer some kind of trial because it's a really low risk, low barrier to entry for the customer to then just experience what your business is all about. But do the math. It's, it's pretty important because if you're losing money running trials, there's something wrong with your business model or there's something wrong with your cost on goods sold or, or something relating to that that you should try and fix so you can make it profitable to run those trials. Yeah, absolutely. I think that, yeah, exactly what you say. I think that the point of the, the takeaway from the podcast is to basically sit down, you know, spend an afternoon and see if offering free trials is going to be profitable for you and your business. And just make sure you have that conversation with yourself and do that calculation to make sure that you're either optimizing for trials or maybe not for trials. But um, the key is I think that for a lot of like, I feel like for more businesses than not, some sort of a free trial or some sort of a free giving of value up front is usually a good thing. Um, so yeah, you know, if any of these listeners, any of you guys have businesses and you sort of haven't been giving any value up front for free, just think about it. And if you can work out the percentage of times that results in business, then it might actually be very ROI positive to begin doing that. Absolutely. So I think on that note, that's, uh, that's the topic we're going to talk about. Awesome. Well, it's been a pleasure, everyone. And uh, until next time, me and Kimia will see you guys later. Fantastic. Thanks again for listening, everyone. 